You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, a face-to-face meeting with one of my brothers that has done incredibly well in the Afrobeat, Afropop culture, getting close to like five, six, seven years now, is the one they call Keshiro. Lil Kesh, what's up, brother? Shopsy, big bro, respect. Listen, I've got to be honest with you. Um, I'm super excited to see you doing what you love doing. I was very happy to hear that you put a project out. Um, and by looking at you and hearing from you, I can tell you you are in an incredible space. How have you been, bro? Yeah. Uh, man, it's been a long journey, bro. I'm glad to be here, bro. I've been good, I would say. Been through the ups and the downs, even when it looked like everything was good. But man, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say I've been good. And I'm grateful that I'm here. Listen, man, I see you. Uh, I see a, a, a little bit of muscle in there as well. You know, like you know, <laughs> come on. Trust me, like I said, Talk um, to me. the old time when it seemed like I was away, I was off the scene, right? I, I did yeah. work on myself a lot. And when I say body, mm. mind, and soul, I mean body, mind, and soul, you know? Body-wise, I had to start working out because it did, it did a lot to help me psychologically, apart from just the look. And yes, the look as well. Yeah. I'm obviously sexier now, you know. But, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and um, I had to work on my diet as well, you know. Yes. I consume a lot of what I should be consuming. I started meditating as well. Um, yeah, man. Body, mind, and soul, everything. Music Listen, as well, um... One of the, the, the things that a lot of people forget, because you became so big, people forget that you were extremely young when this stardom and everything came to you. Talk me through the time when you became such a huge star worldwide, and yet you were just a young person. What was your emotions like? How did that fame affect Lil Cash? Mm. I'm glad you're the one who's bringing this up and I, I didn't even have to personally shed my on that. Mm. I feel like a whole lot of people did not realize how young I was. Mm. I was young, Shopsy, you remember? Yeah. First time I set my eyes on you was that show we had... Um, 2015 No, 2014, bro. 14? Late 2014. That was my very first time um, even flying out to anywhere. Mm. I'd never even been on a plane to Abuja or nowhere. First time I got on a plane, was to London. That was wow. the Shaki period, you know. I yes. had one before on that show as well. I was a kid, Shopsy. You know, mm. I felt like I felt like um I could handle it, but I crashed. Mm. I did. It was too much to handle. It was too much. When I got my record deal, I was nineteen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then as I towards the end of the year when Shaki came into the picture and all of that, um, I was twenty. Yeah. So it was too much. It was too much. I mean I had a very stubborn ego in whatever whatever space I find myself, I feel like I could pull through. You know, mm. my mom always said that as well as a kid, even when I'm sick, like I'm the one who say, you know, I'm not sick. I'm the one who say I'm fine. It would, mm. I would have to get to that point where I can't handle it no more. And mm. that's when it's not obvious that, oh, something is wrong with you. Same with um, the, the whole stardom and fame and everything. It was too much. I crashed mm. at some point, I won't lie. I didn't even know how to process the fame. I didn't know how to process um, 
um, and then there was there was the responsibility as well you know, yep. because I wasn't born with a silver spoon. You know, there was the responsibility, there was the fame, you know, there were the relationships as well because yeah. you know, there were a whole lot of there were a whole lot of spotlight on me as a dancer. There were the girls. I mean, I've always been disciplined with the girls, but you know, relationships also affect our life in a very yes. major way. Do you understand? Yes. So having to go through all of that within that period of time, it got to that point where I knew, okay, chill, I can't take this anymore. Hmm. I just need to step back a little bit and go work on myself. Listen, man, um, you know, a little summary about you was that you got signed at 19 to YBNL, the incredible Olamide Bado, he put you yes, on. Sir. And a single went off, you had Lyrically, you had Shoki, and the whole world heard of your voice. You came into the UK, was smashing festivals and concerts. You know, one of the most iconic moments was you jumping in a 5,000 capacity crowd. I can never forget you. myself. I think, <laughs> oh, I can never forget. That, that, that is, that's I'm the forever of... thingy. People, it would always be talked about and it would always be one of my favorite moments as well, you know? It's crazy. I remember the night and I'm like, are you going to catch me? Should I jump? Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, I think we're using the wrong word. I didn't jump. I flew, fam. Did you, you see flew the distance? Into it. Did you see the distance of um? Yes. The distance of the crowd from the stage. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you had your your debut album. You know that album was absolutely amazing. Hits yeah, after man. hits after hits, and obviously your contract ran out with YBNL, and you decided to go on your own. Was that a big responsibility for a young man to take by himself, leading your leader, your own label? Extremely big, bigger than I'd even imagined, you know? You know, bigger than imagined. And to correct you on that, it was not a matter of my contract was over and I left. It was a matter of the contract was over and it was over, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, and that's always been Alamide's, um, he has always projected that for. I mean, Absolutely. the very first set of, of artists he, he sang, me and uh, me, you know, Victor, Adikule Gold included, the very first yeah. set of artists he signed, he just wanted two years, you know, yeah. he wanted us to get to that point where, you know, we, we could stand by ourselves and start pushing from different spot again, because that made the whole movement grow, we all grew together. But mm. yeah, coming back to your question, um, that was too much responsibility for, for someone who was going through that at that particular time, you know. You mentioned the fact that, you know, there was the fame, there was relationships. How much as well was the lifestyle? Maybe drinking, maybe alcohol, maybe smoking, maybe... How much was that also part of what really put you in that dark space? Or did it, it did not play a role at all? Of course it did, man. Of mm. course it did. Down to the alcohol, down to the smoking, you know. And I mean, I was young as well. At some point, I felt like I smoked way more than I'm supposed to. Hmm. And it did affect me one way or the other. And he also, at some point, he also became, um, what's the word for it? You know, like a lifestyle. Yeah, apart from lifestyle, it just, it just it also became something to run to. When, hmm. you're, when, you're, when you're tired of the reality at that particular time, it became yeah. an escape. Do you understand? Hmm. And then when I said I took some time out to, to work on myself, um, things like that were part of it as well. Man, I'm gonna say, man, I just, I feel like, I feel like I've got so much grace. So mm. much grace, man. Because 
I've, I'm the first son. I don't even think it's about being the first son or being, um, I don't think it's about being the first son only, but um, I've always been a very disciplined person. Yeah. Like, those who know me know me. Like, when it comes to women, I've never been like a womanizer like that. I've been so disciplined. People who knew me from way back, if they, if they, I know I've always been around the scene. When it comes to video shoot and all, they would always tell you, Keshe is too serious. Keshe comes to the video shoot, they are the models and all of that. He plays with them to get them in, in a good mood so he gets good shots. He's done, he's out. Do you understand? Mm. I've been so I've been so disciplined. Even when it came to you know um all the um recreational things as well, yeah. alcohol and all. To an extent, I would say I was disciplined. For a young boy who had access to all that money, yeah, to all that fame, could have done way worse. Than what I mm. so, um, Talk to me about how um, important your upbringing and your family background. What kind of role that played? in getting you back to where you are now? Um, um, uh, a lot, man. A lot, man. It was at, it was at um, times like this that I started appreciating family the most. Yeah. It was so easy to get lost. It was so easy to get lost, you know? And I started reconnecting with my people back, you know? At some point, I never even realized I've been so far away. But man, when you talk, you said background, right? Yes. It helped in a lot of ways because me being here today, I'll give all of that to God as well. Grace brought me back. To be honest, I've seen one of the darkest days I would like to you. Yeah? But Grace brought me back. You know, lots of prayer as well because of my, I'm from a, um, a Christian family. That's our background. I mean, yeah. I'm both. You know, I don't yeah. see, I don't see, um, I don't see the difference in, being a Christian or being a Muslim because yeah. I was born into a Muslim family. I was Christian as a as um as a Muslim um mm. baby, right? And then a few years after that we became Christian, but we've always been so religious. Religiously mm. that played a role. Discipline wise as well, that did play it, it did it also played a role. Because, yeah. You know, I feel I feel like I, the fact that I'm disciplined to an extent, I'd have to give some of that to my Parents and all. I mean, all call me, but maybe say most sure call. Yeah, do you understand? Yeah. So yeah, they did play a role. And I would say, yes, and I would also say, um, for me to be here today as well and be able to retrace my step and Fact. find myself again musically, also yeah. add to I would also attribute that to my background as well, because my music, um my my talent and um, the music sense is as it's been from way back. Like I said, like my dad is a pastor as well. Yeah. Like I started in the church, started from playing drums to writing songs for choirs, for being a chorister myself, you know? So yeah, did it play a role in bringing me back? I mean, like I now saw... I feel like, I feel like, you know, I, I make music like the new cash of 2015, 2015, 2016. Absolutely. I saw, yeah. I saw an Instagram live that you were on about two weeks ago. I recorded the whole thing and I shared it on my page. And okay. you just went into praise and worship in the process of a recording session. You just stopped yeah. recording and you yeah. started to praise God. And it became yeah, a praise and worship session. I recorded the whole thing. I shared it on my page a couple of weeks ago. Tell me about, you know, those moments where you're in the studio to do something else, but you just felt the need to praise God. Ah. Um, uh, that's just that's 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 a grateful act, being grateful. 
you know, like I said, I'm in a better place. I'm in a better space. And I just wanted to be grateful. And I've now come to the, uh, the realization about yeah. that all I have is given to me from God. Mm. As regards to the talent and all, like God is the number one musician. Everything, I don't care how, how talented you are. I don't care how sweet your voice is. I don't care. Like, I don't want to know. All you've got, all I've got is just like a drop from, from the ocean, mm. you know? As regards to as regards to what God has got, so if God gave me the grace to um, if He gave me the grace to have this little talent, why don't I use it to give back to Him? Do you understand? Facts. That's it, basically, man. Fam, I'm a pastor, man. I've always been growing up like my dad is a pastor, right? And I was his first son. So people have always people have always felt like um, you're gonna be a pastor when you grow up. You're gonna be a pastor. I said no doubt, but not mm. necessarily like my dad is. Yeah. Right? I'm going to do it from my own angle. I do have a voice right now. I, I definitely have a voice right now. So once in a while, if I could use it to, I don't know, but like from doing that live, I don't know how many people tuned in, but if, if, if like 10 people tuned in, I feel amazing. like at worst, at worst, I, I maybe I made two or three, or even if it's just the press and feel like, oh, it, it, that guy with the sing that song. Does he yeah. worship God this much? I think I need to like give my life to Jesus as well. Give Absolutely. my life to Christ or irrespective of what religion he decides to go into. Absolutely. I just want to give back, man. God is giving me and I want to give back to you well. That's that's lovely to hear, man. Let's talk about the music industry. Since you were working on yourself, what are your thoughts about where the music industry is right now and what the likes of uh Zlatan and Naira Mali are, are doing? for, for hip-hop and stuff like that. Even though you were one of the first people alongside Olamide Bado that endorsed yeah. Naira Mali first years and years ago. What are your thoughts okay. about how we, be, you know, where he is now and where the scene is? Man, I'm just, it is grown to be honest, man. And I'm so happy for the growth. And I'm mm. also grateful to have been one of the people, you know, at the forefront of, at the forefront, the beginning of the old Afrobeat um, movement, streetwise and all of that. Yes. Well. Yeah, but I mean, it's come so far. I love the growth and I'm happy to be back and be a part of it. Well. Yeah. Now, this album, before this album, right, there was a yeah. single that you released a couple of years ago that received a lot of backlash featuring Olamide. I'll tell you something. Personally, yes. I felt that that record had everything it had to go apart from the the negative the, the negative tonation and the yeah. impact it, the response it got from the public yeah. what were your thoughts about that that you know the way people reacted did you feel like artistic freedom was being stifled or you understood where people were coming from um both man the it's just the intentions were the intentions were right but the way um it was being put out yeah. maybe as well. I felt like number one we were misunderstood and I also felt like we could have done better in passing across and the message wherever we were. Mm. I mean, that was that. But now the album is here. Um, I, I've listened to the album. EP actually, that's an extended <laughs> thing. That's, an, that's eight tracks, bro. Yeah, bro. But wow. I mean, it's still a body of work. Be it, being an yeah. EP or being an album is still body of work. It's a body of work. Which I put um, so much work into. 
you know. Talk to me about making that project and, you know, the incredible people you worked with, going back, working with the likes of young John Fields, you know, that kind of Naira Mali, putting Naira Mali on the record, incredible record featuring Fireboy as well. Talk to me about this body of work, bro, and what it was like for you yeah, making it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, like I said, like I've been, I've been through one of the worst cases of mental health. I like to just chip that in and talk about that because, um, sorry, one second, put on one. Yeah. Like, I like to shed light on that because when I was in them dark places, to everybody that shed light on mental health, it meant a lot to me. So I'm out of it, man. Like I see the light again. So I only just want to use my voice or any any means of 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 sharing. I need to do yeah. something. I want to use it to share with people as well. So yeah, man. It was it was just the happiness. Like it just hit me that oh man, I don't feel the way I used to feel no more. I'm happy. I'm in a better place. I'm definitely gonna make music for it. And then that's what I did with ecstasy. Um, also with the guys on ecstasy, if you could if you could if you see those are like like people that I know, James. Absolutely. Only person that's on the EP who Shabo. I just yeah, who I just Shabo. recently met. And it was not even a, it was not even a case of it was not even a, it was not it was not a case of um oh okay somebody that's sick or something or this thing it was a matter of energy. Do you understand? Absolutely. Like when I go on the phone with Shabo, Shabo was like, hey, is it because I love you? Is it because I care? Trust me. She does love me, you understand? And that was when it clicked. Yes, for mm. making music. Do you understand? Down to Fireboy, that's that's my brother, you know, that's yeah. family. Down to Naramali, everybody knows. Do you understand? Um, down to Young John, that's my brother from Monotone Money. Like, that's mm. one person I would say I have on a date. Strong. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's yeah. one person I would say I Maybe someone's trying to call him. I have one of the strongest bonds. Yeah, man, apologies. Um, yeah. That's what I'm pressing. I'd say I have one of the strongest bonds. Coming to when he was just a producer. Young John is yeah. more than a producer now, you know? Yeah, He's man. A musician. Considering the song he did on, on track five. Yeah. Now he's an actual musician but um see the songs young john's young john has produced for me in the past um from my fair joku to you know to um to be to is it because i love you the list is endless but yeah man yeah man that's my brother and i'm excited everybody in the project we're finding me basically absolutely yeah. i'll tell you something right you see shabo um yeah. when i started supporting shabo like a year and a half ago the reason why I did was because she went on BBC One Extra, the rap show, and she mm -hmm. was rapping in Yoruba. And that gave me the energy that I got from you, that I got from Olamide Bado. And Back she then. continued to do the same thing. So when I yeah. saw her name on your project, I was so excited. I'm like, yo, this fits so much. And the record is absolutely fantastic. And yeah, it's great to you. see that people from you know, different worlds that represent pretty much the same culture can connect that way, even though it was over the telephone. That was brilliant to see, bro. Appreciate it. I mean, yeah. I love Shabo, man. She killed it. Mm -hmm. Downtown girl with Shabo and ecstasy. She killed it. 
no doubt. No. She's just so talented, man. Goddamn, like, like she's coming. Shebo is coming. She's got, yep. she just got so much fire in her. And then when yeah. she delivers, you know, oh, this person is coming. She's Absolutely. So, what's your aspirations for this project? What do you wish for this project to do coming back after a while? Um, and, and what, yeah, what's next for it? Initially, when I decided to um, come up with this project was, was um, earlier this year in January. And um, initially it was just, okay, okay. Like even when I was away, it's not like I was 100% away. Like yeah. I was still in, in the same, but like it was just pop up and gone, pop yeah. up. And, and it was also because I just dropped just bare singles yeah. and all of that. And I'm not like, okay, like there's this new feeling which I need to share with my fans, need to share with people as well. And I can't just share with you with a song. Mm. Like, rather than give you a single, I'm going to give you an extended play. So you can really, 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 really feel cashy, right? And yeah. right now, at this point, the project is amazing, I'd say. The acceptance is, is so much. And I feel like it's going to do way more than my expectations. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Listen, uh, my brother, um, again, I said it at the beginning, I'm super proud of what you've done at this young age, where you've been and what you've gone through, especially what you've put out. You're looking amazing. I'm happy that you're here. We're definitely going to be supporting you again. We're back on the Lil' Cash Wagon. I can you imagine of all people shops to do? I don't think essentially the EP did that. Cash. Cash. You need to send it to me, bro. I will, man. I definitely will. I'm sorry. You man. need to. Okay. So, so really, really thank you very much for joining me. Before you go, yeah, I'd like you to just introduce yourself, Lil Cash, blah blah blah, and your and this is Ade Shokwe Live. Okay. Yo guys, I go by the name of Lil Cash. And you guys are watching. You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Right. 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 Right.